Strap in for a roller coaster ride where curiosity, humor, laughter, and the odd case of wisdom is applied to understanding the adventure of life. Welcome to the Raw and Gene Show, the power of coaching, guided by two knuckleheads who invite you to sit in the front car with them on this ride. Trust us, it's not as serious as it sounds. And high fives are included. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 17. My co-partner here in crime is shaking his head. <laughs> Let's get in a sec. I scare myself. Trust me, it's not that. Are For those of you who are listening, come check it out on YouTube because it's hilarious. Maybe yes, we, we should just great. Maybe we should just keep it to the mere fact it cracks us up. Hey, this is a homemade show, man. We ain't got no high product. We don't have a high crew to shoot us and make us look good. <laughs> We're just trying to do all the little bits on our own, right? We're man. just making it up as we go, man. <laughs> well, are we performing or are we underperforming here? I don't Maybe. Ooh. little segue into our topic Ooh. today. Where we're going to be talking. Professional. We're trying to really up, up things. We do try to improve something yeah. every show, which is the antidote to what our topic, our coaching tip of the week is facing overthinking and being plagued by underperforming. Some may call it analysis paralysis or just getting stuck trying to figure out where the hell are we supposed to be going because our little brains are so great at creating things super awesome at creating things. sometimes we lose fact of what we're supposed to do with it so this is something that Rawl and i have faced within as we're working on building up our our mastermind building this podcast our one-on-one -on -one coaching that we're doing all through peel back Rawl, we're doing this together and building something cool so yeah but we've also been plagued by the overthinking bug a little bit sometimes when you have a lot of tools or a lot of experience and you're building something new and particularly when two people come together you overthink it or maybe it's not so much overthink it you you try to go oh you always feel that you have to position something you always have to create the new wheel yes. and a lot of times you don't need to reinvent the wheel you just have to trust what you can do and and just get at it and it's not so much overthinking. I don't know if that's a, a true statement. I don't know if you can overthink. It's just so much, which thoughts are you hung up on? Which thoughts are you adding into that internal dialogue that keeps you or gives you the impression that you're paralyzed? Excuse me, I can't remember the, the exact saying. A good plan today is better than a perfect plan tomorrow. Yeah. Right? And a lot of times... We're always looking for that perfect plan and perfect in the sense of we're trying to, to minimize as, as much risk as possible, or maybe looking for a guarantee. If I do this, it's, 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 it's going to produce this. What if it doesn't? And, and then you start, you know, worrying and, and trapped in that. Yeah. So you get oh. trapped in that. And for me, it's, it's a lot of those thoughts are irrational or really not prevalent. So you pay attention if a lot of things that you, you worry about or you fear rarely ever comes to pass. So you spend a lot of that mental and emotional energy on thoughts that are really not relevant or overthinking what you actually know. Maybe it's not overthinking, just not trusting. Right? There's some truth to both of those is what are you not trusting? Yeah. And I think the other thing is like stopping and going, what am I actually reacting to? 
Yeah. What is actually coming up in I'm thinking about these things, making all these glorious plans in my mind. And there's still like this weird energy that I'm feeling, which I'm now trying to think myself through, mm -hmm. which in the reality is you've got to feel yourself through that and stand into that and experience what is happening in this yeah. and ask yourself questions like, what am I reacting to right now? Like, what am I choosing? And is what I'm thinking about, like the goal that got me down this rumination, is it important? Yes, no. And then choice and then actually make the choice, which part of when I say make a choice is choose and do like they're the choice is actually you need both the parts of the keys to come in, make the choice. It was no tried is only do. That's only do. Oh, my kids love when I say that. There's no tried is only do. Hey. I don't know. Sounds good in a the movie. There is, there's a value to trying as well. Cause sometimes, not sometimes when you try and, and it doesn't pan out the way you think it, you, you learn from it. In sports, some athletes, some coaches don't believe in moral victories and that, that sort of thing. I think everything we do serves a purpose. When you talk about overthinking and underperforming, the other way you can say that is procrastination. And I'm not a big proponent of procrastination because I believe everything happens when it's supposed to happen in the right time. It's how do you look at that time period that you feel that you're not maximizing effort or you're not maximizing time. These last two shows came out of the experience that Gene and I have had over the last uh, couple of months with the Me I Don't See. And here we are, two coaches, very experienced, have been doing this for a while. We have our, our programs and so forth. And yet, to some degree, we weren't trusting that we were trying to reinvent the wheel. And uh, every time we try to reinvent the wheel, to make it bigger and better and all this. And as, I'm not sure how it came about, but we realized, are we doing this for us or for them? Who are we doing this really for? And we've got enough experience and enough positive experience from our clients saying, you know what, guys, are, you, you got something good. Do that. So we put the rowboat, uh, the oars down and slow down the rowboat and, okay, what are we doing? Why are we trying well, to reinvent the wheels? <laughs> I'd flip that around as we actually put the boat in the water, right? It's like the oars, we, we were sitting on land and just rowing like crazy going, why aren't we getting anywhere? This feels right. Be like, yeah, it's the right motion, but we were in the wrong environment for it to be effective. Yeah, we weren't. And I think, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. And that's definitely a big part of like when I lean into procrastination is like, like it is procrastination useful at times. And it, it's the same thing as not getting stuck there. And I think we talked about this in some of our earlier episodes around like anger and the power of laughter is don't get stuck there is, are we varying the amount of time we're spending in procrastination and the amount of time we're spending in thinking the amount of time we're spending in execution. Each of those are all like valuable places to go experience, to go do the things, get some knowledge from it, reiterate and go again. It's, it's a complete process. We talked recently about how the comfort zone is an energy of process and how entire life is just an energy of process. Yes. And so it's, are you letting that process and that energy flow? And if not, what dams are you putting in place and how are you wanting to remove those? Yeah. Are those dams serving you going, Hey, maybe you shouldn't be going down this route for a good reason, or going down this route makes you have to recalibrate who you are. 
and what is what your life is going to stand for. Both of those are important things to stand with and explore a little bit. And I, I think the key is balance is finding the balance between thinking and really looking at it, at what it is you want to do. How do you want to accomplish it? You, you, you do try to, what part of mitigating risks is to try to understand and make certain assumptions with regards to the outcomes, but not trying to out control outcomes because I, I'm a, I'm a believer in, in, I'd rather have the opportunity than someone trying to control outcomes. When you control outcomes, you, you negate basically a lot of times you negate opportunity. So it's just about balance and recognizing, especially when you're building something new or you think you're building something new, a lot of times we, whether we admit it or not, maybe subconscious, you want to know that it's going to be successful. It's going to be successful. It's going to be successful. Yeah. It's going to be successful if you do it. And even if it, you the perception is you fail. To me, you're successful because you put it out and you're going to learn from it. And if it's something truly valuable, if it's a good idea, but it maybe it was just implemented wrong, you didn't have the right processes in place, you learn from it, you adjust, you fix, and then you go back and do it. That's why I say there's a balance. You need to think, but you also need to think and then put it into action. Because if you're just stuck in thinking, it's going to be frustrating. You'll never do anything. So there comes a time when you just have to say what? I think we've got this. We can sit here and fine tune it all we want, but a lot of the fine tuning actually comes in the doing, in the production and, and learning oh. it at the process. As, yes. The learning is like, the learning can actually occur until you put it into practice. And yeah. Until you start moving towards that direction you want. It's like, how do you know if this is the thing you want to accomplish? Unless you've started to take some steps towards and go, this is hard. And that's, and, that's, and that's okay. Yeah. And do you still want to do this hard? D does the, the, the destination, your goal, your outcome, whatever word you want to use for it, does it still excite you? And yeah. are you willing to go do some hard things to get to it? And this is where we came back to, because we talk about process. Well, life is a process. We're just a process. And it's just recognizing. And that, and that was part of our process and recognizing, you know what? We've got good structure in what we've done before. And it's, as an ex-coach, a lot of times coaches, you make it to the big dance and then you feel that you need to revamp everything. No, trust what got you there. <laughs> now, yeah. as a coach, you need to scout your opponent, invest your ability, understand their strengths, their weaknesses, your game plan accordingly to combat that. And then you just have to do, and it's not even rolling the dice. It's, it's, it's not about chance. It's trusting the process that you went through because it's proven in the sense that you made it here yeah. from there. So it's proven. Now, can it take you to full distance? One way to find out. Get on the field. Like Get on the field. Put me in coach. I'm ready to play. Right? Yeah. And you know, he just added it. If we stay stagnant, it's like pond yeah. water gets that scum on it because there's no movement in it. Things will grow, but is that, is that the environment you want for it? You for your life? Yeah. Right? Like in the choice, that combination of thinking, going this direction I want to go, and then taking that step towards it. They don't have to take a lot of steps. Just take one bold action to, towards it on a regular basis. And this is what, like, that's that antidote is simplify your plan and just find the one thing yeah, yeah. and freaking go do it. Some simple is best sometimes. And sometimes it's okay to not only know what you're doing not to know everything. Jeez, I don't know what's coming in the next second. I have no, there's no idea. You don't, just because the sun rises every day, there is nothing to say that it will rise tomorrow. 
that's right. Just our experience because it's happened <clears throat> and you have to trust that. But technically there is nothing in our makeup that says the sun is guaranteed to, to, to rise tomorrow. We just have the probability for it. Right. Probability because of experience, but that still doesn't guarantee that it happens. And I think that's part of the problem with overthinking and informing. We're, we're constantly wanting a guarantee. There's no guarantee. The only guarantee is to do it and see what comes from it. And the parts that are good, you hold on to. The parts that don't work, you let it go. You learn from it, and then you let it go because it didn't work. But once again, did it not work because the idea was a bad one? Or was it the implementation, the practice? The pro Those are things that you can adjust. But you just, some, you just have to... Remember back in high school, going to the school dance, you want to dance with a girl, but everyone's on the wall and nobody wants to dance. And you're sitting in your mind, you're dancing with her, but you're stuck on the wall as a wallflower. Yeah. <laughs> then you're sitting there all scared and you, you make a few attempts to go ask her, but, oh, she might say no. And that, that fear can be paralyzing. And the underperforming, and not so much overthinking, but the underperforming will breed a lot of resentment because then you'll start really doubting yourself and go, why didn't I do this? Afterwards, the regrets. I used to always tell my students, stop making wishes. The time to make a wish is when the opportunity was there. Because afterwards, in hindsight, you can't grant that wish. That moment has gone. And I, and I think as scary as, as it is, you have to find a way to push. Through. This is what Gina and I said. You know what? We're going to trust. We initially had the me I, the, the me I don't see. We're going to do a, a two-part workshop. And one of the things that we both agreed on, we don't want something to just be an event. We want it to be a process. We want, because life is a process. The internal work is a process. I started doing my internal work back in 2002, but I was just the first initial. It's an ongoing process, constant. I think once we recommitted ourselves through that affirmation that, you know what, we, we had the right idea. Now we're just overthinking it. And well, once we did. Well, yeah, we were building a ton of like busy work too, yeah. right? Because busy. there's a, the busy felt good, right? Busy yeah. has a shade of, are we being productive? Are we doing, and we're doing things, but they were actually not the right things. And we were putting too many pieces in place all at once trying to go, if we move them all just a little bit at the same time things will happen, right? Let's just put it out there and hope for the best is we actually weren't doing a whole lot of anything. And when we well, pulled we it all back and looked at it, when we were, we, were, we were fucking around, like we weren't face, we, I will take my place as going, there's a component of like, I didn't want to be the guy rejected at the dance. Yeah. So if I didn't put myself out there, I wouldn't get rejected. High five. I accomplished what I was trying to avoid. But at the same token, okay. like, you've got to learn from that and we got to step into it and we have to embrace that we do and that we can bring more of this out and that we actually have to focus our energies a lot more, kind of like that laser and finding out what we can cut through. And we've learned that we cut through the noise and we cut through the crap and went, oh, shit, this is a lot simpler than we were trying to make this. For me, it, 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 it all serves in a sort of value. It's just like you're building a house and then you find the house is done. Oh, it's not done. I got to do this and I got, no, the house is livable. You can live in the house. 
you can fix it while you live in your house. No, it's got to be perfect before we move in. Then you'll never move in because you'll always find something needs to do. And then you'll go back and redo things that's already been done. Yeah. Because you're afraid to move in because of this idea of perfection. Is it perfection or are you trying to control the outcome to the point where you're paralyzing yourself from actually moving in? And for myself, when building the, 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 the me I don't see, it's like I'm sitting there scratching my head going, what are you doing? And when I, I go, what you're trying to put in here, you've already got in other things. Why don't you just extrapolate it from there and put it in <laughs> instead of trying yeah. to reinvent the wheel? And... But then again, like I said, I trust the timing because we needed that time to go through that process ourselves. One of the things people think about coaches or therapists or psychologists, whatever, anyone that works with helping people is, oh, they got it and they never. <laughs> that is so far from the that truth. That is so far right? from the truth. You, we're just like anyone else. I've just been blessed with an ability to have an insight to see things in a different way that can help people. But, and I at this stage of my life now, I tend to practice what I preach with myself and we demonstrated that with each other, but I still don't see it as a, a wasted experience because that experience really taught us we were playing small, we were more or less not necessarily trying to come up with controlling the outcomes, but we were doing things that maybe we forgot why we were doing it. Yeah, and I think that's the same thing. Trying to change the... The, the game plan that brought us to where we were and somehow thinking this isn't good enough. No, it's good enough. We were ready. We were enough, but I'm glad we went through that. And part of us doing these last few shows is to be honest with, with people and to say, hey, to me, I don't see us coming. And here's why it's been delayed. It's not you, it's been us. Because I'd rather feel ready to do it than to rush it. And this well, is it's a balance. You have to find that balance with thinking and, and, and doing as well. We flip this back around as one of our, our things that we're holding each other to is we're pointing this outwards saying, Hey, here's what we're experiencing, how overthinking and complicating the, all of our own steps internally. And as a, as a partnership have slowed us down, mm -hmm. but we know that happens to other people too. And so, that's why we want to be like a little bit open kimono here is like saying like, it happens to us. It happens to everybody. There's the stop it right now. Open kimono. I feel like Homer Simpson. <laughs> right. And it, one of our internal ahas has been like, we've redefined like our direction, but I think that also helped us redefine what we think of success. Yes. Right. And success is like love. And, and success, I find those are two big words that people use a lot to like measure things in their life without actually defining them going, it's, it's undefinable, but yet we're going to hold ourselves accountable to something that we're not willing to define. Yeah. So constantly missing it and then using that gap as like a weapon against ourselves here, we've had the opportunity to redefine what success is going to look like for the business side. And now all of a sudden we're getting excited about working towards this. And it's no longer about, are we going to get there or when we're going to get there? It's who are we going to learn to be on our road to get there? And that is the most exciting part about setting this goal and what our success is going to look like. We know it's going to take time to get there. Yes. Who are we going to unlock along the path within ourselves getting there? And one of those things is, oh yeah, simplifying it, finding one thing taking bold action. And to add to that, I love that. What 
who we're going to be, who we're going to unlock. But I also like the person that I am right now. I think when you're doing any of these things is yeah, who you're going to be what, at the end of this process, but how do you want to be in the process? Yeah. Right. And I think we both realize, yeah, we're worthy. We're, we're enough. We've got enough skills. I don't think there was a underlining doubt, but we definitely got hung up in trying to be not so much perfect, but thinking like, again, fancy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fancy. That's a really good word. And, and just be ourselves. As much as I have a, a few programs outlined in regards to stuff, I really follow it. I trust each time I, I meet with a client, what needs to be dealt with will be, will come out in, in, in those sessions. And so it's look is just do it. Let's just get together and talk and see what's going to happen. So we just decided to go back to simple Flintstone bedrock simplicity. Stop overthinking it. We've got enough Intel. We've got enough experience. We were on the right track as opposed to creating an event versus a process, because I'd rather have a process where people know that you're going to, you're going to start here and it's going to take this path and this amount of time to get to this point. And, and let's trust the process by doing the work. So if we're going to put that on you, we have to practice it. And that's what we decided. You know what? Okay. The biggest thing is just to jump in. Yeah. Sometimes the best way to learn is just to jump in. We've learned. We've been learned. We'll continue. Well, to I'll, let's add on to that a little bit. Is There's the component of jumping in, but there's the component of, are you going to trust yourself to learn in that process? Part of that learning is going, you are, you are in the process of doing. And because of that, you may have some times, which would, could be, I'm using air quotes, and failure. But that's the open opportunity to learn. Like when that failure comes in is celebrate it. I was just watching like a clip from Ed Sharon on a podcast or a radio show where he was talking about, we don't talk about failure enough. And yeah. he's just like, the only reason I am Ed Sheeran, who I am today with all the success is because I was a kid who couldn't sing, who couldn't play the guitar, picked all those up. And now I'm where I am, but I had to suck along the way to becoming where I am, but I stayed consistent with the practice of going, I want to learn how to sing and I want to learn how to play my guitar and see where well, that takes. Why, you know, and it's definitely took them places. This is why the light never shows it up without the dark love, without fear, success, without failure. It, 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 the way we think of it, these, because we live in a world of duality, but they're partners, they are partners because how can you understand success without failure and failure is really not failure is just another opportunity to learn. Okay. What worked, what did not work? Yeah. Because it is so true. Part of success is failing. <laughs> You're going to fail. You're going to fail actually more than you succeed. Think of baseball. They pay these guys millions of dollars to hit a baseball and you're only successful maybe 33% of the time <laughs> out of 10 at bats. If you're a good hitter is a 300 hitter, right? One, the one guy, yeah, one person has still only hit 400 in, in all of baseball history, four out of 10 hits. So that's six times that they, and yet they make it. So it is a necessary part of success is to fail. It's fall down. 
how else are you going to learn, particularly when you've never done something before. So you, you can plan all you want, right? But eventually, you have to dive into the deep end and the pool and see, can I thread water? And am I going to learn to thread water on the ground? And that, you call it a leap of faith? No, it's not a leap of faith. We're now deciding we're going to trust what we've done, how we fine-tune what we've done, and now we're just going to go. We have, there's no fear of the deep end of the pool anymore because we've jumped into the deep end of the pool <laughs> many times before and have survived. So and more than likely... Swim to the edge, find the ladder, and, and that's that big thing. It's like we trust in ourselves to learn. Yeah. Right. We trust in ourselves to do the debrief, to go, what worked, what didn't, what are we going to start doing? What are we going to continue doing? What are we going to stop doing? Cool. Start again, relearn, bring it all back in, yeah. keep doing that simple ass process. Simple it's like, ass process. where do I want to go? Do I trust myself to do the debrief afterwards? Do the thing, debrief, go again. And the one, and the thing is, we didn't beat each other up. We didn't feel sorry for ourselves. We didn't go, oh, that was just. Because to me, when we talk about overthinking, it's not so much overthinking, it's which thoughts are you taking and putting into your internal dialogue. So when you feel that you haven't achieved what you want to achieve, I, I no longer beat myself up. When you beat yourself up for those things, that's what keeps you stuck in those things. So Gina and I is like, we had an honest, what's going on? What's going on with us? What's going on with you? What's going on with me? And we were honest, we cleared the ears. We, we both realized, okay, we have to just trust and do. We, we were on the right path. If you want to look at it that way, <clears throat> but it was okay. Like I said, because I trust the timing and the learning that came from it. And it's not just the learning there. It, re, it revigorated us. It, it energized us actually in a way we weren't energized before. So to me, it was a valuable experience. And it reminds me back in my early recruitment days, summer was always slow, but when September came about, everyone's going back. September to December is wild time. Yeah, yeah so from September to December, it was supposed to really cook and, and to make our money. It's the same attitude, really feeling excited about the coming season and really launching this. And, and, but not just this, just what we're doing with Peel. Wanting to create a movement, an organization that is truly about empowering people and building community, which is something that's very important to both Gina and I. And, that was reiterated in this time, in this process. And that's why I said it was a valuable experience that we went through because it, it just really, for me, clarified our vision, clarified the long-term vision and realizing, okay, now that we have that in, that's out there, it's right there. I can see it. Come back here. Now, what do we need to do to, to get to that point? It's already there. We're already thinking it's already there. The goal we set for what we want to achieve every month is there. Thinking that we're already feeling it. Now, what do we need to do to physically manifest it and make it? And it's been simple little things, right? Even since that conversation, for us, look, what we've already accomplished is we've got a ton yeah. of our content being distributed now as short videos, sharing the clips and the things that we've been doing from our shows. Our shows act, this show, episode one. For those who are watching, you can go follow us right now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, iHeartRadio. What's up? SiriusXM apparently is uh, in the process of loading up on my other screen. Yeah, so like, right. 
we are going to be available across a lot of platforms. So go check us out at the Raw and Gene Show, the power of coaching on whatever podcast platform you, you yeah. use. We're going to be pushing that outside of this show a little bit more over the next couple of weeks. It's like we dedicated to keeping it simple by just cutting it down, deploying the audio. The live cast continues to be, it's going to be live. We're going to be interacting with people. Then yeah. we're curating that down to a 25, 30 minute episode that people can take with them on their commute and hear about these things. And we've shifted away from the expose component to our coaching tips, which yeah. we're actually going to be getting to here in the next few minutes is like being reliable with ourselves. So we'll find a way. I love doing this live cast and uh, Gene, we talked about turning it into a podcast, which is that's come about. So that there's a little, there's a small success. Yeah, right. I didn't have that weeks ago. We you talked know, we like episode 16, 17? 17. 17. When we first started this, we had no idea if we would <laughs> even do another one or we would do at least maybe five. Here we're 17. By the end of this year, who knows what? And that's the thing. And to me, that's the beauty is of the unknown. When we think of the unknown, we always think about the negative side. I What about the the positive thing. I'd love to see where this is going to be. I'm a year from a now. A year from now. This by the end six of the year. Months, six months from yeah. now. Who knows? A lot of it has to do with us. And a lot of it is things you just cannot see and anticipate. And you just have to trust. You have the skills. You have all the tools that whatever shows up, you have the ability to deal with. You do your due diligence in thinking, but also using all your skills and tools to think reasonable, create a plan and then just do it. And if you're fearful of starting, talk to someone that can push you, talk to someone that you trust that can hold you accountable because Gina and I hold each other accountable. Did you do your emailing today? Did you do your writing today? What did you do today? This is what I said I was going to do. So I make my to-do list. Okay. This is what I owe Gene, but it's yeah. not so much owing Gene me it's for me are you going to keep your promises to yourself because you're going to become the person you trust the most yes and that's why i said during this process understand the, and that's why i agree with you the person that we will be different down the road but who are you right now as you're doing these things do you like the person that you are as you're doing these things and if you don't like certain components of yourself be honest about it and go, okay, what do I need to change? How do I need to change it? Do I need help? Do I need someone that can maybe step out of the emotions of it with me to help me to look at it in a different way? And then at the end of the day, and so I always tell people with coaching, you can go to all the coaches you want. At the end of the day, you still have to make a choice and then you have yeah. to do it. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't matter what is in front of you and what support you have around it. You have to make that, you have to put that effort in. You have to put the, you have to spill your own tea, time, effort, and yeah. attention. Are, are you willing to put your, make your own tea? So you have to spill your own tea. Is that what you just said? Yeah. <laughs> I'm work. It's a work in progress. <laughs> yeah, key Serene probably liked it. Can you drink my tea for me? No, I rather it's <laughs> like a cat knocking off the table. Oh, you killed me, man. 
Welcome to the Rolling Tree Zombie Hour. It's a great acronym, though. I know, I know. But no, you, you bang on, man. And one of the things we do is we laugh a lot even when we're not on camera. <laughs> Humor is an amazing thing. I think we did a show oh, that after early on, and maybe we'll revisit it because for me, I've always been a person that loved collaboration. I love working with other people. I don't like doing a lot of things for myself. When we're building, an, and our meetings are like, what, maybe an hour and a half? Mostly yeah. it's really short and concise, but we have a lot of fun doing it. Right? <laughs> we laugh a lot. And it, to me, when you, it's like cooking, when you're cooking, when you're cooking angry, you can taste it in the food, but when you're cooking and you're joyous and cooking with love and I love putting on music and I'll sing and my nieces and my nephew will be like, Uncle Rob, who did that song? Maybe you should let them do that song. But, <laughs> but it's fun. And then if you feel it and you taste it in the food, and it's the same thing with this. You'll feel it. You'll taste it. Because going back again to we're committed to helping individuals, people, teams, whatever, but we're committed to helping uplift our human consciousness and building community. And we don't just talk it on here. We do it. We practice it with ourselves. And we have a lot of fun doing it. This is why we laugh so much because sometimes... I'm laughing at just inside jokes and I'm not telling anyone, but it's, it's just a, all experiences of value. Yeah. When they're not of value it's because how are you looking at them? Are you mm -hmm. being stuck in the negativity of them? Or can you step out of the emotion of it and look at it in a different. So are you like segueing into our, uh, coaching tip of the week then? Apparently I have some skills, so. <laughs> the segue, the, the segue. All right. So here's the segue. The coaching tip of the week is all about overthinking and the concept of un underperforming. The reality, is, it goes beyond convenience. This is all about standing in the hard and challenging. When in doubt, we laugh and say, do the George Costanza, do the opposite. If you find yourself overthinking and underperforming, this is an opportunity for you to stop and take a sanity check. Ask yourself some of these questions. What am I reacting to? What am I choosing? How are these currently serving me? What is blocking me from moving forward? And what are the emotions it's bringing up? After you've done that, think about what commitment do I need to make to myself? How's this serving others and building community? And at the end of the day, simplify your plan, find one thing, and then take some bold action towards it. That's it it's, for our token tip of the week. My friend, as we wrap up this show, great conversation around overthinking and seeing where this is all gone. And thank you to everybody who's watched along today. So we all appreciate it. Thank you so much. And now as well, if you want to follow us along here, we're here every week on your favorite platform, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, make sure to hit subscribe, follow all the things. And as well, you can find us on your favorite audio platform, the Raul and Gene show, the power of coaching episodes are releasing weekly. And tell your friends, tell your pets, tell your grandparents, come check us out Friday. Tell everybody. Tell everyone. Or to our so-called friends, we're going to challenge you. Bring a friend <laughs> along. Bring a friend along. Say. Anyway, There's plenty you. of room for everybody here at our table. Anyways, jump yeah, in well. <laughs> All right, everybody, we'll talk to you later. Oh, one last thing. It's the legal language. This podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a physician, professional coach, 
psychotherapists, or other qualified professionals.